Carlsbad, people, purpose, and impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good morning and welcome, everyone. My name is Brett Schonsebach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce. I am your host today, and I'm excited to have with me Kevin Sherrar. Kevin is a realtor with Sherrar Builds Community at Compass. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Thanks for joining me today. It's my honor to be here. Thank you. It's great to have you. So um, I was doing some background, you know, digging and uh, looking into researching my guests, as I always do. And I saw that you went to school here in Southern California, but I couldn't tell, like, if you were a San Diego guy or not. I mean, it looks like you went to Fullerton and UCI. What What was your background in yeah. that part of life? Oh, thanks for asking. A uh, real quick version is um, graduated from high school, went to Saddleback College, got the bug for architecture in high school and drafting. Nice. Um, tried college for a couple of years. Uh, my future bride, I followed to Fullerton. She was going to Hope International University uh, that's there, and I followed her there and took a job with an architectural firm in Fullerton. Dabbled at Cal State Fullerton with some classes, but honestly— um, I just loved what I was doing in architecture. I went to work full time with an architect there. Nice, and that uh, that was that. And then, that's great. So the whole architecture, uh, the design side, huh? Actually, it was uh, not on the designs particular. It was more in the design development, and because then I went from there to a firm in Irvine, a national firm, and honed my skills in design development and working with home builders and city government and the like. Yeah, and so. I saw that because then you morphed into um, the California building industry. Yeah. And and had a, <clears throat> had a stint there. So yeah. talk to us about uh, that. Well, that was the, the I was compelled um, to make more money. <laughs> there we you had go. a son, uh, Braden, our son just was uh, one years old and we were living in Orange County, which was very expensive, uh, still is. And... Um, I was having a lot of fun working with home builders, national home builders, and I was working with project managers. And the project managers were, yeah, the money aside, they were having more fun. I, I saw it this way. <laughs> I saw it this way. If it, you know, picture a wagon wheel. The home builder, the project manager, was the hub, and I was one of the cogs, along with the landscape architect, interior designer, civil engineer, and so on. And I wanted to be the hub. I wanted nice. to be the, the hub that connected all the cogs. It just so happened to make a little bit more money. So sure. it, uh, Tracy, my bride of 40 years this year, by the way. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Very patient woman, obviously. <laughs> um, and I train easily. Uh, we, uh, we made a decision that she would be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. So that allowed us to do that. So, yeah, I worked. I uh, was there um, for about a year. And then, then um, on to the BIA. Yeah. That ended up in Central California. We ended up moving to Fresno in the early 90s and uh, worked yeah, for some Yeah, you were the executive director of the BIA um, of the Delta, is that right? Correct, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, executive yeah. officer there. Very nice. So, and you and I have had some conversations offline before about this uh, because uh, I went from doing real estate to being in association management, yeah. and you went the opposite way, association yeah. management into real estate. Exactly. So <laughs> we kind of were the inverse of each other. Yep. So what brought you guys to Carlsbad? 
Oh, that's a great question. So we're we're beach people. Yeah. Uh, Central California, Central Valley is very uh, very far from the beach. So uh, my bride Tracy at the time was a realtor and coached by Buffini and Company right here. Yeah, in sure. Good member so, of ours. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah award-winning member, large uh, company of the year at, at one yes. point, I believe. Um, the uh, they we came down for a conference. We saw their offices off Armada at the yep. time. That's where they were. Yeah, I remember were. that. And um, quite frankly, we spent some time driving around Carlsbad, and we felt it immediately felt like home. Uh, couldn't get it off our minds. Um, we had a good thing going in Sacramento at the time, so mm-hmm. it was Fresno to Sacramento. We weren't looking to leave there. It was a great place for us and our kids. Tracy had a thriving real estate business. I was very gratified as the executive officer of the BIA, the Delta, and uh, advocating for new home builders. And yes, and, very important. But we couldn't get Carlsbad out of our minds. Ah. Three weeks later, we put our house on the market, mm. got into a rental, and nine months later moved here. June wow. 1st, 2007, started a real wow. estate business here. So Tracy... Uh, preceded you into the real estate world. Yes. And so she had a thriving business up there. You guys moved down here, and um, I'm assuming, but I'll have you tell, that probably reestablished herself here in real estate. And is that when you joined in on the fun, was when you guys moved to Carlsbad, you joined the real estate side? Yeah, it, not initially. I didn't get okay. my license initially. I didn't really know what I was going to do. Maybe, sure. maybe join the staff here at the BIA, had great relationships set up. With Paul Tryon, for example, the CEO at the time, and and uh, there was some opportunities there, but you know, remember June first, two thousand seven. We all know what happened in two thousand seven, yeah. eight, nine. So the BIA was not growing. In fact, they were contracting, like a yeah. lot of real estate related businesses. Absolutely. So I ended up um, becoming Tracy's unlicensed assistant, if you will. Gotcha. We realized that in starting a new business in the beginning of what became the what we know now as the Great Recession, we had challenges. Yeah. Um, our business approach was relational. Yep. So we had to develop. It took time to develop relationships, and I, I can't wait to talk about how the chamber's role in that. So, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but, yeah, it, which was pivotal. But, yeah, that was it. So it was about four years in. Bottom line, I had an epiphany. Our son, uh, who's 33 now, uh, I remember his high school years going very quick. Our daughter was in her freshman year yes. uh, Savannah. And I had an epiphany one day that Tracy was, because the demands of being the only licensed realtor in the house, she was not, she was going to miss out. Mm. And I thought, well, if I get my license, I'm right there. Um, It made sense as a family and our overall goals to be there for our daughter while she was still at home to, for me to get my license so that we could tag team it, if you will. And I did. And that was almost 12 years ago. Very nice. Yes. The, the real estate, you know, the challenges and the benefits of your industry and what you do and you and your and Tracy at the time, um, it's very flexible, but you're always on. Like the demands feel like they're nonstop, you know? Yep. So it, it can, it can. It can be, yeah, yeah exactly. It, it, there's the, the, the nice thing about the industry is that, you know, I'm a small business, so I determine yep. my, my office hours, if yes. you will. Yes, And I have... Um, found it more gratifying if I have boundaries uh, where I have put, you know, my priorities of my family and the like. For example, Sunday is family day. That's the rule. I do make exceptions, obviously. I have yeah. to, you know, serve my clients Occasionally, well. sure, yeah. 
But the rule is, uh, is and I try and take a second day during the week yeah. if possible. Oh, that's wonderful. We're going to take a brief pause. We're talking to Kevin Sherrar with Sherrar Builds Community at Compass. And when we come back, we're going to dive into more of this, the real estate business and Kevin's philosophy of business and how he has built his company. We'll be right back. Stay with us. So Kevin, we were talking about before the break, you know, your, your transition out of uh, indust- uh, the, the building industry into real estate. Let's, uh, let's talk for a few minutes about the business of real estate because um, it's an interesting animal. And um, I like to refer to it as the, the ultimate supply and demand economy, you know, um, and that, that has its challenges locally. Talk a little bit about the real estate industry. Well, that's a broad subject. Yes. Um, but as it relates to me and my clients, uh, yes, it is. I, I think it is the, the, the best example of a supply demand, what, what yeah. a lot of us learned in Economics 101. And uh, obviously, locally, as we have seen nationally since the beginning of the, the pandemic, uh, which is thankfully by and large behind us, yeah. um, with interest rates at 3 or percent or lower, we, we really saw that in full, full force. Yep. And we had, um, at that time, we had people that wanted to sell for various reasons, but they didn't know where they were going to go. They, yeah. they had no idea uh, if they were going to get a replacement home. So they stayed put. So the supply was way down for that reason. Yes. Buyers way up with those kind of rates. Um, of course, the demand's going to be up. Um, you've, you know, San Diego on all, all levels of the, of the market. Um, now what we're having is a very similar numbers, although even even a little bit lower on the supply side. Mm-hmm. We're at about 40% right now Man. of the historical average of listings, active listings on the market. 40%. 40%. Ouch. Yeah. So 60, we're missing 60 plus percent. And the buyers are feeling that with choice. Um, the sellers, though, they're not leaving as well, but for a different reason. We call, I like to call it golden handcuffs. Mm. The home that they're in right now is at three or four percent. Seventy-five percent, about if they have a mortgage on the home, is at less than four percent. Twenty-eight percent or less than three. Yeah, I have a VA client that is my record low for a client. VA thirty-year fixed at two point two five. Oh my goodness, that's so just free money practically. It, it virtually is, and it helps with because prices are so high in San Diego. It helps with that buying power. Yeah, so. They're sitting on a very nice in their home that stays with the home, unfortunately. So if they were to yes. sell and move, they're giving up that three or four percent rate or two and a quarter. And they're now right now we're sitting at about almost seven, oh. six and a half to seven. You know, that's a big delta. That's, that's a big that's, that's a big thirty deal. or forty percent house. Yeah. And so if they sell at a million to have the same payment. With the higher rates, they're buying six or seven hundred. Well, that's a completely different house. They're not doing that. Yeah. The sellers right now that I'm working with, and I have the pleasure uh, to work with through referral. Ninety-eight percent of my business is referral. Sure. From my existing clients is uh, th- life change. Yeah. It's relocation first and foremost. Yes. A lot of people working from home. Mm-hmm. They have the luxury of living wherever they want. Yep. So they're going to Seattle, Idaho, Tennessee. My last one, upstate New York. Yeah. They like extreme weather, apparently, um, or they'll, they'll learn to like it. Um, that's the number one. Number two would be uh, divorce. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big life change for sure. households. Sure, yeah. And third would be, I'm working with, uh, my newest listing coming on is um, is working with uh, within a trust. So mm-hmm. the, the, the primary, the people I help buy the home are gone. Yes. Or in a home. Uh, one's at the gone and one's in a home, assisted living. And the, now I'm working with the kids to sell the yeah. property. No, it makes sense. And what you said about those golden handcuffs, it's so true. Um, I was excited for my uh, son and his wife about, well, I guess two years ago-ish. I'm trying to remember exactly when, but they were able to close escrow on their first house, and oh, it's not fantastic. here, not here locally. Yeah. They they live in North Dakota. <laughs> so, uh, But they got, you know a ridiculously low interest rate like you were pointing out it was i think they were around the 2.75 so happy for them yeah. but it's like they will never see that rate again in their life not right likely. no likely. no not likely so i'm happy for them but at the same point i know um and you know again north dakota so the the situation's different right they're they were able to get a true starter home, you know, as a young couple. So four bedroom, two bath. So they they can definitely grow into that home, mm-hmm. and it's not like they're going to have to move up two years from now. But um, I know what you mean about those golden handcuffs, and uh, and I've heard some other realtors talk about that as well, where you know it's just like this disincentive to to sell and do something because your rates stinking low. I mean, I I refied, got it down to two point nine. I mean, I'm super happy, you know? Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, So I want to talk about your philosophy of doing business. And we've known each other since I got here at the Carlsbad Chamber about uh, four and a half years ago. And uh, I'm going to pause and recognize that you have been recognized as one of our Mm go-givers of the year in the past. And talk about the go-giver philosophy and your philosophy within that and and how you do. Well, thanks for asking. I I am excited about this this book, and I like to give you um, and the listeners a little bit of a history on the book because um, I'm very close to it. So, I love the go-giver. It's a it's a little story about a powerful business idea, and it's told as a story. Which for me, I don't know about you, Brett, but I enjoy reading a little bit more when I'm kind of reading somebody's story. I do too. Yeah, as opposed to an academic approach. Yep. So my philosophy this this book aligns well with with my philosophy in in serving, namely my clients, but everyone that I come in contact with. Be honest. So, but let's talk about how this book ended up in my lap and ended up, quite frankly, in this building. And um, I got to go back to 2009. Okay. NetForce One started. Yep. So Bev Jorgensen, the former vice president of yes. member services, um, called Tracy mm-hmm. and said, quite frankly, um, I have an idea I want to talk to you about. I want to start a group. And they met for six months and they, they launched um, an inaugural NetForce, NetForce One. Now yep. there's five? That's right. We're oh up to God. five now. And, and growing. And I mean, growing, yeah. That's why they called it One. The whole idea was to duplicate That's it. That's right. From the get-go. So the bottom line is this, is that that group started, and then um, within a couple of years, uh, summertime came around, and the group decided to kind of let's enjoy summer, take a little break from the normal routine. And every other week, let's let's all read a book and do a book club together. Nice. And one of the members uh, introduced The Go-Giver as a first book. We're doing that as we sit uh, right now. Uh, NetForce One is reading Think, Nice, Do, Say yep. by Ron Tite. Fantastic book about um, how to um, 
how to engage people in such a way um, that you can build trust. Nice. And uh, so we're going through that. But anyway, back to the go-giver. So the go-giver um, is, a, is a really fundamental read about how to serve people and how to give. And it's broken down into five laws. Um, the first law, the law of value. The law of value. Basically, that's to me, reminds me to give more value than I receive in compensation. Mm. The second law is the law of compensation. And that basically reminds me, that law is, it, it reminds me of that it, my compensation is determined how many people I serve and how well I serve them. Nice. The third law, the law of influence. The law of influence is determined by how abundantly I put other people's interests first. Nice. Yeah, I love that. The law of authenticity is the fourth law, and that is determined by the fact that the best gift that I can give is myself. Mm. And then lastly, but not least, the law of receptivity. Now, this is a law of receiving. (laughs) Wait a minute. This is a giving book. What's that about? Well... The law of receiving states that to be an effective giver, you, you must stay open to receiving. So true. So th- I con- I, this book for me is a framework. In fact, I'm hoping to export this book to the Fallbrook, Fallbrook Chamber. Nice. I have, a, I have an, a, a client to help buy a property, her and her husband and her family, an acre property in Fallbrook. Talked to her two weeks ago. Hey, what's going on in your world? I do check in with uh, sure. as many clients as I can, 20, 25 a week on, on average. And what's going on in your world? She told me she just started her her own business about less than a year ago. She told me that she had joined the Fallbrook Chamber. I said, tell me about that. What do you what do? You yeah. do? What, uh, you know, are you active? What have you? Yes, I'm very active. I said, I have, a, I have something I want to talk to you about. And I talked to her about the Go-Giver book and the five laws, and she was excited. Nice. And I said, I'd love to send that to you as a gift. So she's reading it now. My hope is that it infiltrates the Fallbrook Chamber. Love it. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, once again, an example, if that happens, of the Carlsbad Chamber being to the benefit of all around. Absolutely. I love that. Um, you know, spreading some of the success we've had to other places. The CEO at the Fallbrook Chamber is a wonderful lady, and uh, I'm sure once it gets to her, she'll be very interested in, in looking at how to bring that in. So that's that's fantastic. So you've been uh, so first it was Tracy, but then you between Tracy and yourself, you guys have been a part of that NetForce group since its inception. Correct. And uh, you continue on with that, which is awesome. And uh, for those that don't know, I mean NetForce is a fantastic. It's like a a melding of like a lead slash referral group, a mastermind group, support. You know business support. But um, of course, one of the cores is to share uh, referrals and and help each other in business through that philosophy, that go-giver philosophy. So thank you for that and all that you've done in that group. It's my pleasure. So um, coming back to our wonderful um, industry of real estate, here's the ultimate question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Is it a good time to buy? That depends. Ah, okay. That depends. I know that I know what you're expecting me to say. <laughs> of course it is. It's always a great time to buy. <laughs> you know, that depends. I, I think um, the reason I say that is everyone's different. Everyone has different goals. It all comes yeah. down to to the goals. Um, 
if you want to start accumulating wealth through real estate, 60% of the net worth in the U.S. for the 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 majority of us is accumulated through real estate, yeah. whether primary property and or investment property. If you want to begin that that going, if you want to pay off your mortgage versus your landlord's mortgage, if you want to possibly take advantage of tax breaks you yeah. know, due to mortgage interest deductions that you don't have as a renter, um, if you want to not have to get permission to do anything to the, to the home you're living in, I think, you know, Brett, it comes down to this. Um, I and I believe this with all my heart. There's no place like home. Yeah, home is where somebody starts their a new life. Mm-hmm. It's a it, there's the pride of ownership. We've heard that the American dream. We've yep. heard that term too. Yep. And if you want, if somebody is at my in my office and wants to begin that journey, yes, then then it's a great time to buy. Awesome. Okay. Now the flip side is it a good time to sell? It depends. <laughs> <laughs> that depends. You know, with sellers right now, they're you know again because their their peers are not selling. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of choice. I have a different approach to whether or not it's a good time to sell. Uh, where are you going? Yeah. You know, what it? What's a motivating factor? Yeah. For the ones that are that are going outside the area, like I mentioned, my plus mm-hmm. clients in Boise, Idaho, Tennessee. Uh, Seattle, yeah. upstate New York. I would like to mention that I am I'm involved and in, and in have access and in, in a member of two very large networks of like-minded agents, and I I was able to find like-minded agents in all those areas for them. Nice. Now, if they want to stay here, before a sign goes in the yard, we're going to go look at and say, where do you want to go? What yeah. do you want to? What do you want to? Uh, where do you see yourself? And see if that's possible. Right. And if they're if they're pro- sufficiently motivated to go through the emotional ups and downs, the stressful ups and downs, and and um, to be able to see that through before a sign goes in the yard, because at the end of the day, it's not about a sale for me. It's about whatever their ultimate meeting, whatever yeah. their ultimate goals are. Knowing where they're going to next, uh, you know, you got to have that in mind when you sell, right? Yeah. No, that's great. Um, so you mentioned your two kids. They, I'm assuming they're uh, older now? Yes, they are. And yeah. what's their status in life? How are they doing? They're doing well. Uh, yeah, very proud of Braden. Braden's 33. He's in the music industry. Oh, nice. In uh, Pasadena. Excellent. And I'm extremely proud of him, if I can say this, Brett that um, he, on his own volition, I had to learn it the hard way, but on his own volition, he determined he wanted a balanced life. Mm. Um, so he's back playing soccer. He played soccer in, in his uh, from kindergarten through middle of high school. That's when he found his passion for music. And he's back playing in two teams, adult teams in Pasadena. Wow. Actually, on Father's Day, we drove up and got to see him play. Nice. And, he, and he, the, uh, one of his Father's Day gifts was uh, what we call in soccer is a hat trick. He scored oh, three yeah. goals. Nice. So he still has it. And and then Savannah, my, she's here. Uh, oh, she's good. 27. Nice. And she is in the commercial uh, property management uh, okay. industry with JLL. Very nice. Here. And... Um, so in in the real estate related business, that's loves the great. ocean side and loves the the ocean side vibe. Yeah, so I I know you're uh, also very active in your church and faith, which is wonderful. Yes, sir. Um, 
But what I didn't know until I did some research is your passion for vinyl records. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> My 14-year-old daughter is getting into vinyl records for some reason. I'm like, why? This is, you know, she's the generation of, you know, of Apple Music and Spotify, but she's into right. vinyl records right. for some reason, you know. Yep. I don't know what's the attraction there, but. It's just a whole different sound. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and also... Um, you know, it's very nostalgic. I mean, I yeah. actually have, I probably have two, 250, 250. Wow. Just got three new ones. I go down to lose a lot down in Encinitas. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I score, sometimes I score on the, you know, the used ones, scratch free and all. But, you know, it's very nostalgic. I have a, of those albums, I have about a dozen to 18 that I've actually had longer than I've known my bride. And I've uh -huh. known I met Tracy June tenth, nineteen eighty. Wow! So you want to start talking music like Sticks, Paradise Theater? Yep, original. I still wow. spin it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to come and chat with us about your business philosophy, about the real estate industry and business, and uh, we appreciate your engagement here at the chamber and in our NetForce groups and all that. And uh, yeah, um, you, you are a true go-giver and we appreciate you. Thank you, Brett. Can't say enough about the chamber. Thank you, and man. And yourself. Appreciate that, thank you. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.